Welcome to the Classy Ring Guitar Podcast. I'm Joel. I'm Chris. And it's time to get classy. Let's do it. Okay, so we're going to cover the week in wrestling. Yes, we are. But once we get done with that, uh, <laughs> we're finally going to... <laughs> we're actually going to do it this time. We're actually going to finally uh, give out our way too early WrestleMania 34 Although predictions. not as early as usual. See, <laughs> However, they, they were made. They were, okay. For, for those who haven't been around with us in previous years um we make predictions for the wrestlemania the next year's wrestlemania the year after this year's right. wrestlemania or the day after right like so this year okay wrestlemania right. 33 happened yeah. and then before and we made a rule before the night raw the next, night. the next day we have to make our entire card predictions yes which we did we've we we had them down and we were supposed to talk to the, about them on the podcast and we flat out uh, got too busy and then forgot. Yes. <laughs> so, so there's there have been a couple of things, but we'll we'll get to that. We will first. But I, but I wanted to give it a nice little tease. All right. Just in <laughs> case people were were not thinking about staying with us throughout the entire podcast. <laughs> do don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't skip it. Don't try to skip <laughs> forward because we got quality content. <laughs> but first of all, we got to talk about an old man bleeding from the head. <laughs> The big thing this week is Vince McMahon came out, and let me say it's nice that the big thing is Vince McMahon came out because they hyped that up. Vince is coming back, sure, and this is going to be, a and it's something to lo- like, and something to actually talk about. There's a lot of like, exactly. There was a lot of like, oh, I'm going to be excited about this. I like Vince. It's a right. big thing. It's going to be there. I mean, but I was really worried it was going to be like, and Vince does nothing. Right. Vince announces that there'll be an announcement. Right. Next that's week. that's the ultimate <laughs> example of like Vince is like they're hyping his appearance and he comes out like I want to have an announcement next week. Bye. <laughs> you know, like, and sometimes it's not, it's like, it's not, I'm going to have an announcement next week. It's like, my daughter will be back next week to right. have an announcement. You're right. like, Vince. Right. Um, so, yeah, the, the big thing happening this week, obviously, is Vince McMahon coming on to, at the end of SmackDown. Huge SmackDown, three championship matches. It's kind of like their pay-per-view that's not a pay-per-view yes. that SmackDown likes to do every once in a while when it you know whenever it's it's going to be a, a little bit before their next pay-per-view which right. I I've always I appreciate admired. and um, that's a great way that makes it feel like SmackDown's a more must-watch yeah. show I week. think uh somebody had the headline today that that was the as ratings wise the best the, the biggest SmackDown ratings wise since the shake-up I can totally believe that right I mean, two uh, two titles on the line plus Three titles. Three titles on three the line. Three titles online, plus events showing, and they were hyping the, the May Young finals. Right. Um, and uh, from what I understand, some things went down on 205 Live, too. So, mm-hmm. what do you know? Jack Gallagher turned heel. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I, I'm not sure how that's going to work, but all right. Um, so, Vince comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't reprimand Kevin Owens. For, well, he reprimands Kevin Owens for doing the whole legal thing, but he doesn't reprimand right. Shane, except for the fact that he suspended Shane because he didn't finish the job. Yes. Whatever. Um, this was, 98% of it was a fairly run-of-the-mill going through the motions to set up a match for a pay-per-view. Sure. But, again, like Vince is one of the best guys in the business to, to set all that stuff he up. And is. Kevin Owens, you know, held his own against Vince. And it was a re- it was good back and forth. We mm-hmm. even before the physicality. Um, but yeah, the big thing is at the end, um, Kevin Owens headbutts Vince. Yeah, busts him open yep. the old fashioned way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
beats up on him some more. Beats up on him, hits him with a splash. Yeah. Um, and this is just. And then Stephanie came out. And I was <laughs> waiting for Kevin Owens to headbutt her too. And I think this is Stephanie's first appearance since WrestleMania. Yeah, and you know, and it's another fourth wall break because SmackDown isn't her show, right? You know, uh, but you know, obviously she's there because of the I, you know, that she was on like the May Young classic red carpet beforehand, and she was at May Young, which was filmed immediately after, right. obviously in the same so way everything. It doesn't, it, it doesn't like really stretch your you know disbelief all that no. much. Um, but this. This just shows a tremendous amount of faith in Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, because we're doing the, the thing later on, I was like, where is Kevin Owens on my and he's not in a main event? So I'm like, mm, Yeah. <laughs> I might be getting this wrong. Fair enough. I mean, this this is a tremendous amount of faith they've put into this guy. Yeah. Um, and you go back, you can count the guys that got to beat down on Vince mm-hmm. on one hand over the past six seven years sure well yeah um especially to that extent usually it's nine times out of ten it's just one bump and he's done you mm-hmm. know but these were several yeah and that just doesn't really happen like you said it doesn't really happen these days um so a, a it shows incredible faith in kevin owens to you know you know make it look good but don't kill the guy even though he did legit mm-hmm. headbutt him but then again, Vince. I'm assuming that that was Vince's idea. I am sure it was. You know, and people like rewatch it, slowed it down, like try to read his lips, where he was basically egging him on to like legit, like you know, do the job. You know, mm-hmm. and he they went for it. Yeah. Um, not too keen on a 72 year old man <laughs> taking a legit straight headbutt like that. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it added something. I mean, I I can't sit here and be like, Vince, now, because th- there are times where there'll be, like, other people in there, and mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, Vince, you need to be aware that these people are killing themselves for you and, like, the issues that that causes. Sure, and then he's over here taking legit headbutt, and he's, you know, bleeding from his skull, and like, oh, <laughs> right, you do that too sometimes. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't admonish a crazy man for being crazy. Yeah, because this was the same guy that, you know, uh, was going to suspend Titus O'Neil for 60 days for, like, pulling him back and kind of rough roughhousing with him a little yeah. bit. I mean, and this is, like, and honestly, this is probably not the last time we see Vince bleed. I really hope it is, though. <laughs> like, I, I hope everyone is. I don't expect it to be. Yeah, I mean, after the whole health. He's what? He's 72 He's now? 72, yeah. After the whole health scare with Shibata, and that's a man in his prime. In mm-hmm. his, I think he's in his 30s or mid to late 30s. After all that ha- happening, after, you know, he's just infamous for doing those headbutts. Oh, man. Like, I I don't, I don't, I, I'm okay with people not doing stuff like that. I fully predict, and maybe not this to this extent, but I fully predict Vince is taking bumps in his 80s. Yeah, well, I mean, so well, Mae Young was doing mm-hmm. that as well. Uh, I forget how old she was during the the big Dudley's uh, table spot, um, but she, yeah, no, she was definitely older than what Vince is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can one hundred percent see Vince going through a table. Sure, and that's any time yeah. in the next ten years. And it's one of those things where, like, if he dies in the ring, then 
it'll be you know, in his mind he's thinking yeah good ratings yep you know because that's like and that's that's Vince he'll do anything for this business he's shown that time and time again mm-hmm. um but man I don't know <laughs> there's times where I'm just like I don't want to see that <laughs> you know I'm scared I'm uncomfortable right but I but then again we wouldn't have been t- we wouldn't be talking about the segment if it was just a crotch shot you yeah. know because mm-hmm. that's really if you know WWE, they take it to two extremes, and this the extreme that they went to is one that they do very rarely. The one they do too much is, you know, just a nut shot. Yeah. You know, just a kick or whatever, or the full, you know, uppercut. Right. And it's just, they do it so much where you're like, okay, all right, yeah, whatever. You, you don't really, you know, think well, much of it. It's the kind of thing where you're like, I can see how that's safe. I clearly see how you're being safe sure. around Especially when they do yeah. the full arm. When they do the arm, yeah. yeah. And you're like, all right. And so I'm okay with being like, all right, I'm going to now agree with you in that that is painful and that man is genuinely hurt. Like, I'm happy to make this exchange of ideas here. Yeah. Uh, because we're all safe that way. But yeah, this is the other thing. The only way that, yeah, the only way that you can make me impressed with like a, a shot like that is if like you just full on lift them up and turn that into a power <laughs> slam, you know? Um but yeah, it, it definitely wouldn't have had the same impact that, you know, this this ended up having. Uh but ultimately, yeah, um just moving on, like it it it's setting up this Hell in a Cell match between KO and Shane and we all just know Shane's just going to jump off of it again. <laughs> something for Shane to jump off. Right. I mean, and like okay, something else. Obviously the championship's going to be in a Hell in a Cell match. I would assume um, so. Like yeah, cuz that's what they're setting up with with the Singh brothers, you know, continually getting involved. Although there was no Nakamura this week. No. That bugged me a little bit. But then again, I'm okay with it because I don't want him anywhere near that train wreck of a Jinder Mahal segment. I I understand he's getting heat and everything. Yeah, but, but here, here's what's frustrating. Um, the those segments, those segments are there to sell the match. Sure. Um, I have now, now that the network is a thing, mm-hmm. now, and you're not having to, because once upon a time you were having to sell each pay per view. You need to buy this pay per view. You can't miss this pay per view. Um, that's not necessarily the case anymore. You already have the money. Mm-hmm. For the most part. And yeah, you'll get some... There is a little bit of trying to, you know... Oh, let's... If you don't have the network, this is worth jumping in on it. Sure. Um, which is harder to do. Yeah. Um, but there is also this trying to, like, make sure you watch it. Yeah. Um, because you don't want... You know, fans to be like, I haven't watched this WWE Network thing in like four months. That yeah. is like four months and and canceled. You know, so so you do need that active engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the selling the event is still there. The trying to get people to put this date on their calendar to make sure they don't miss it is still there. Yeah. Um, and we've talked a lot about over the years. We've talked a lot about the trickiness of selling an event of and uh, and of selling an opponent without saying i'm great you suck yeah and and there and there's a difference and you know the the you know simple way is the difference between i'm great you suck and you're good but i'm better yeah um and that's you know obviously do it a little more nuanced um but then there's also the you and i are going to make an 
unstoppable and amazing show mm-hmm. on this without delving into much into like this is entertainment and it will right. be choreographed and yeah. like um and the undisputed master of this is Paul Heyman. Sure. Who did that literally the night before. Right, absolutely. For the championship match. So mm-hmm. it's so, so, so frustrating to watch them sell a championship match when 24 hours ago I was watching the, you know, the you know, Paul Heyman roll out another masterpiece. Right. Yeah. And, and just watching that, I'm sitting there and I'm in awe and I'm like, you know, you, you are selling Brock Lesnar as an underdog mm-hmm. and as an unstoppable underdog. Yeah. Which is not a thing. And you've sold it. Right, yeah. It, it, that, like, I've, I was thinking about this the other, the other day. Like, I don't think this is... I don't think Brock Lesnar's ever been booked as an underdog before. At least not in his current run. Like, the closest was maybe the streak match... Well, the, up to, the, but the streak match kind of, and then it, he was booked as an underdog for Goldberg, but no, but none of us believe. But it. Yeah. yeah, um, it wasn't it for some reason like it's it's hitting better this time because you've got but, such an imposing uh, figure like Braun because of the way they've booked Braun. Yes, up and, to that, and point. because I don't know what's going to happen. Right, like I have a good idea, but I don't know. That's not happened with a Brock Lesnar match. Mm-hmm. Since his one at SummerSlam with Cena, it was Brock yeah. and Cena. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen here. Right. And then ultimately, we got the biggest John Cena squash match. Right. And and since then, I've known exactly when Brock was going to lose. Yeah. And it's like, he's going to win that one. He's going to win. He's going to lose that one. Right. And he's gone for a while. And, he's and they'll gonna come win that up one. Yeah. with some shenanigans to make sure he loses. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, and that's the thing is like, and I've been wrong before. I was wrong on. Uh, WrestleMania 30. Mm-hmm. But we went into the match. I knew who was going to win. It was going to be The Undertaker. Yeah. Not a doubt in my mind. Yeah. No actual suspense in this buildup because yeah. I knew. And I was wrong, and that's great. Right. But. But the, believably, the right. believability going the, in. Yeah. The same thing with the Goldberg one, mm-hmm. where it's like, I knew Brock was going to win. Like, and it was going to be through some sort of shenanigans. Yeah. But, like, and I was wrong. Yeah. Um, But this one, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I can see. I mean, there, there was enough um, rocket fuel behind Ryback that they were considering ending Punk's title run early for him. Yeah, to put and I like and Ryback, 2012 Ryback has nothing on current Braun Strowman. No, as much as yeah, I mean, in, in 2012 Ryback, people forget how over he was, yeah. like, especially that that Hell in a Cell that Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, was nonsense. Yeah, um, the, the, not that the match was good or anything. No, but, but the crowd reaction, but the crowd reaction was is what we're, what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but like, Braun Strowman's getting that on a daily basis. It's, it's just one of those things where it's like, man, either e- either A, WWE hasn't screwed up his booking yet, or B, Braun is just that good to where it doesn't matter how they're booking him. I feel like it's more of A. It, it is more of A. But he's also, you know, taking huge strides. But he obviously. is on his path to B. Sure. Um, and Because it's one of those things where it's like, just the, how he is, like how he is in every match. Every match he's in is some sort of spectacle, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and for some reason, he can keep that fresh, m- pretty much week to week, which is in, very impressive. And because with Ryback, it's like okay, he's going to do that, 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 and he's going to you know a little little march move, and then bam, done. Right. You know. But I want to like I'm going back to um, 
when I mean to compare these two guys, right? Um, Braun Strowman had the the monster build of sure. squashing and wanting local jobbers, right? And wanting more competition, and Ryback did that, right? As feed me more. Um, but Ryback Ryback was the moment where I was sitting and then be like, monster builds, I'm done. This yeah. is stupid. This is nonsense. It goes on too long. There's no such thing as a good monster build. Yeah. And Brock Lesnar was like, well, they figured out. So there is a good way to do a monster build. And I think it, it, I think it just more de- it's more determined by the wrestler, right? Because I was like, I was complimenting WWE at the time of like, all right, this is a good way to adjust it to mm-hmm. to build to do a credible monster yeah. build, look, make this guy look good. And I'm like, I might have to revise that and just be like, good job. Well, see, that's the thing it for to taking something I hate, the right. monster oh, build, yeah. and making it entertaining and exciting. I think with Ryback, because you know they were doing that monster build before he really got. You know that big fan reaction eventually, uh, but there was a moment in time where they risked just doing that for too long. Mm-hmm. You know, they it felt like months and months they were doing this this Ryback monster thing. Yeah, with Braun Strowman, I don't know if they it might not have lasted as long, maybe, or it just doesn't feel that way. And I mean, may, again, it maybe just comes down to the specialness of the individual wrestler, right? Uh, but of course, after that 2012, once you got in 2013, it's like they forgot how to mm-hmm. how to book Ryback, and then they they killed you know <laughs> killed him like pretty much dead as soon as uh, he had that one big moment the night after WrestleMania 29. But his WrestleMania program with Mark Henry wasn't anything special. But then turning no. him heel the next night. Well, he uh, turned heel, and he went almost immediately against John Cena. Well, you know, well like, yeah. Okay, so there's some... Well, he had that big moment where he you know, he turned on Cena at the end of that Raw, the mm-hmm. night after WrestleMania. Everyone's going nuts. It's like, oh, this is going to be great. And then he squashed for like two months. Yeah. He did the weird Ryback rules thing for Extreme Rules, and he got put through an ambulance, and no one cared about him anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, I don't know. And then they kind of went back and forth on him a few times after that. Yeah. Uh, the other big thing from Raw, I think, is John Cena and Roman talked to each other some yeah. more. Um, I am actually surprised, but I will say that it has turned out, I think, to be a very good idea to have that pipe bomb fourth wall breaking thing happen so far away. From the actual really because I feel like they keep trying to top it. See, they do, but because of that one now three weeks ago, mm-hmm. every time I'm like, I know they're just gonna talk, but right. what's it gonna be? Oh, sure, like how, like who's gonna strike the lowest blow? Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm surprisingly interested. Sure, and honestly, I'm surprised that they haven't run out of material yet. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest. Rowan Reigns isn't that interesting of a person. Like no. Cena, you could pretty much fire. And again, that's where I'm. I'm kind of like, come on, Rowan. Like, there's a mountain of material that you can use on John Cena, and you're you're not really using it. Yeah, you have like your moments here and there that are like like you said, like off scripted, like the the fly thing from like two weeks ago. Yeah, magic moment for, and it's probably the strongest Romans looked in these promos. And it was completely off script or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, he's got all this material that he could use on John Cena, and he's not touching it really. Yeah, he's just using the same thing, kind of over and over. Uh, and then Cena is just like, 
you know, firing away. Mm-hmm. And again, like I'm just I'm wondering when they're going to run out of material. But I mean, we're I don't we're going to find out if they do yeah. or not. I mean, but they they have managed to take what is essentially a insult your mama feud. Sure. Yeah. And and run it for a month. Yeah. Which I will say, like, I, I should be a lot more tired of this now than I am. Yeah, and no, I, I I was having the same thoughts. Um, and again, that we could all we could come back next week and be like, I am nope. so tired. No, and yeah. the thing is, like, this is a delicate balance where one bad week I will turn on this right. so quick. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I, we am, are, I am super fickle about this. I'll be up Let upfront. no one forget, we are wrestling fans, and wrestling fans are, if nothing, fickle. Yes. <laughs> Incredibly so. Uh, like, like Reddit hates Bailey now. Like, <laughs> I, like I don't understand any of this. Like, yeah. I don't understand how, why or how wrestling fans can turn on their favorites so quickly, but they do. Yeah. Um, was there anything else? Uh, the 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 we just talked about the SmackDown tag team match was, did did change hands again. It did change hands, and again, like I don't know what it is, but Usos a new day. They've got. They've always got something. They Even did. back when you know we weren't really too big on Usos when they were faces and New Day were heels, mm-hmm. they still had special matches. Even back then, yeah. Um, and now that they're both clicking in their respective roles, now it is like their matches are incredible. Well, Usos have like snuck in as now the best heel tag team in the company. Yeah, especially with revival on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, um, and so that's just kind. It of, feels like it came out of nowhere, and it didn't come out of nowhere. No. It's been slowly building for the past six months. Like I, I'm wrong for the feeling like it came out of nowhere, but it, it feels longer, like it came out of nowhere. Didn't they pretty much turn heel not long after the draft? Didn't they? I don't remember when they turned heel, but but I still feel like there was a lot of wasted nothing during the beginning of that. Yeah, and it, it feels like this genuine yeah it had to have been because it was during it was when they were going up against um oh 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 when they were it was during the the tournament for the first ever tag team right so it was so yeah this has been building for a long like longer than we we thought Mm -hmm. um and man like i it, it just works um and honestly like if they it's kind of allowed us to forget for a second on how thin the tag team division is on SmackDown. Right. Because we've got this to focus on. Well, and and these two guys have made, these two guys, these two teams, right. have made this title feel like, has, have given prestige to it, made it feel like something to be earned. Yeah. Um, For a long time, not a long time, the title's not that old. Sure. But initially, it felt like the title was kind of given something like, well, Somebody's gonna be smacked that we have SmackDown championships well, yeah, because, now. You know, we talked Somebody's about how American Alpha, like we were talking about how American Alpha was like holding the title belts back in around WrestleMania season, and they just weren't getting on pay per views. No, and just weren't having matches, and not even getting on the weekly show. Um, so yeah, no, it definitely needed. Like thinking back on it now, I th- I was thinking that New Day going to SmackDown wouldn't be a great move, but it's. It's done more for the championship than anything else. Yeah, you know. Um, and man, I'm uh, it, I'm ready for I'm ready for Breezango to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they might not be considered serious contenders or anything, but I'm ready to see them like do in ring stuff again. Because you know, just going back and watching 
their like their one championship match that they had with the Usos on I think it was a backlash or something. Yeah. Um and it was entertaining and they Fandang or uh, uh Breezango came out during a two oh five live segment, you know, again with Drew Gulak and the crowd went nuts. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm thinking I'm like, well, put them on SmackDown and get that reaction on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, and as much as I love the Fashion File segments, you know, and please continue doing them. But well, you know, I'm ready. Both of these guys at one time around, I was like, this is a big thing. Tyler Breeze, I I am still shocked was never NXT champion. Yeah. Like he he was there and he was in the championship scene for a long time. Sure. He was kind of he was the. Um, well, eventually the mantle got passed to Ty Dillinger, you know, that guy to bring in new talent that could have a great match with that new talent, mm-hmm. you know, um, but ultimately lose, you know. And so once he moved on, that's, you know, Ty Dillinger, you know, took over that mantle. Yeah. I don't know who does that now. Hopefully not Johnny Gargano, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Um, I, And I guess we want to mention the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. Um, I guess spoilers if you haven't seen it because... It's one of those weird things where, like... Yeah, you don't know how much people have, you know... I, I assume people tuning into this have seen Raw and SmackDown or are not going to. Sure. Like, that's the yeah. kind of thing where you're like, oh, I'll turn in next week. Yeah. Um, but because of how the May Young Classic has been released mm-hmm. with these, like, episode dumps... Yeah. Um, I'm like, I don't know. So I, I, I feel like I need to be like, spoilers... Sure. ...on who is going to be winning the May Young Classic, we're about to tell you. Yeah, absolutely. Um... But yeah, uh, came down to Shayna Blazer and um, Kyrie Sane. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Sane ended up winning. Spoilers again. Uh, kind of late now. Um, and, and you know the match was really good. The crowd got the crowd. I felt like it was a little slow to get into it, but they definitely did by the end of it. Um, which I don't know if that kind of took the the gusto out of out of them by the time two o five came around. Yeah, but, you know, who cares? <laughs> um, I yeah. It, it ultimately I I enjoyed the tournament a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the original, um, the original uh, plan was for having Kyrie Sane going up, up against Tony Storm, Tony Storm. I w- which would have been great. Yeah. Um, but then they like re just redid everything, and it ended up being Shayna Blazer and Blazer. Ba- I I can never I never know if I'm saying. Well, right. I I think that Baszler. Yeah. Blazer. I, I think their their match. Um, I think it was a fantastic oh, yeah. final match. It could have gone. Another probably ten minutes and been sure. fine still. Yeah, um, it did feel a little uh, short. I, I, I do feel like maybe there was a legit injury with that rib for Basler. Maybe. maybe that's why they went home a little because it wasn't it wasn't long thereafter that you know that they entered the match. Um, but either way, even with that with with it feeling a little short, it still was an incredible match. Um, man, like. Kyrie saying she she has some nice shots going mm-hmm. in. Um I and it's one of those things where I just put the NXT belt on her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're not because they're good. They they announced that they did the NXT tapings tonight and I'm not going to like spoil too much of it, but they did announce that the next takeover they're going to have a fatal four way. Excuse me again. They're going to have a fatal four way. Kyrie saying has already earned a spot in that, right. which makes sense. It adds a, you know, more um validity to the right to the chain and then they're the gonna tournament. have several matches throughout nxt in the next few weeks to fill out the rest of that which is a fantastic idea sure <laughs> <laughs> what matches on the main show 
matches on the main show actually counting for something? Right. Who like, who, like what a God, what an idea, right? I know. Mm-hmm. Um and also instead I, of who can beat Jason Jordan the most. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um but we should since we're on the subject, we should talk about how uh they did announce that Asuka, whenever she comes back, is going to Raw. Yes. Which I assume like I think she's they're still aiming for sometime in October for her to come back from her broken collarbone, which still seems soon for that injury. But you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> It just it is just gonna ensure that she's probably gonna break it again soon. Like, yeah. Unless you put unless you replace the thing with metal, once you break it, it's gonna get broken again if you don't just replace the the dumb thing. Yeah. Um, but that would also mean a longer recovery time. Um. So yeah, she's going to Raw. Uh, I still would have rather her go to SmackDown. Um, but then again, the way I don't know, I don't know, against the Raw. Against the Raw women, I can't see her title reign being all that long. Yeah. You know, just well, like, look what they've done with and, Sa- and Sasha Banks. Part of the thing is um, you're stupid not to give her another undefeated streak right out of the gate. Oh, sure. I, I, like you're stupid how, to con- not to continue it, you yes. know, and not talk that up. Right. You know, She's, I would say give her, like, almost almost another year. Yeah, I would, I would give her close to a year. Yeah. If not a year. Yeah. I would, I mean, go ahead and make it a year and a half, and then like at WrestleMania, just build somebody up to to break mm-hmm. her her undefeated streak. Right, uh, but but she's coming in on five hundred plus days of undefeatedness, never been defeated in the WWE. Well, more because five hundred is just her title reign. Right, that was like a, what three six three months before. I don't know before. But yeah, but but yeah, the yeah the point stands that she she has all this. She has this history. Mm-hmm. Um. It's mind-bogglingly stupid not to, you know, base her initial run on that. Now, mind-boggling stupid is the name of the game here. Oh, sure. But and and uh, her debut. If she comes out and loses her debut, I'm going to call such mm-hmm. erroneous BS. De- and also, depending on who she's facing. Yeah. Um, but that leads us to um, the, the segment we were talking about at the top of the show. Yes. Um, so... Like we said, um, these are predictions that were made mm-hmm. the day after WrestleMania, that yes. Monday before Raw mm-hmm. happened. Um, so we've done this. I d- I've done this since WrestleMania 26. Right. And you joined in 28, I, 29, somewhere uh, in there. I feel like I did it with you the, that next year. I don't know. Because this was before we had the podcast. This was... Um, Something that you did just as an article on Inside Pulse, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, we brought it in when we started in the podcast at the end of 2011. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so, and, and and part of the point was just to see how much the cards changed. Sure, just just kind of see, you know, a way to look at a year in the life of WWE where we thought we were going, where stuff was headed, crazy right. twists and turns. Now, the great thing about this. Is that when we made our last predictions the day after WrestleMania 32, mm-hmm. Blair was here, so I've got Blair's predictions for this previous for WrestleMania 33. Yeah, uh, we can make him look stupid because he's not here. Mm-hmm. So let's start with him. Uh, he here's his card. He had for the WWE Championship. He had Brock versus Roman. Mm-hmm. What a fool! Uh, Rollins versus oh, dang it, Blair got one right too. <laughs> Rollins versus Triple H. Yeah, dang it. 
I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, Undertaker. The, the, the point. The point here is, no, we were never expecting to we, get anything correct. We, up until this point, we had never gotten a single a match. single match correct. And spoiler mm-hmm. alert: Blair just got one right. Joel already. We already have said Joel's got two right, and I'm pretty yes. sure I don't. And this. And this is. This is a running total. On to infinity of who gets the most right. Just adding sure. Each right year. now it's Joel two, Blair one, Chris zero. Yes. Um, he's got Undertaker versus Owens, uh, Bray versus Brock. Uh, he had the IC title ladder match, which was Sami Zayn, Neville, Stardust, Miz, Sheamus. Uh, with excuse me, also Ryback, AJ, Joe, and Finn. That's a lot of people, and he would have Balor win that. Uh. Big Show and Kane and Baron Corbin versus New Day. That's a random pairing. Uh, Mysterio versus Sinkar versus Kalisto. So many masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the women's title, you would have Sasha Banks versus Asuka. I wish. Uh, women's tag team title. Blair is predicting that they would have had a tag, a women's tag team division by now. Uh, that's Becky and Bailey versus Charlotte Naomi. Okay. The Andre. Uh, Battle Royal. He had Austin Aries winning, and then I don't have an armbar this year. Oops. <laughs> oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And then finally had Cena versus Ambrose. Okay. I'm gonna go to mine just so we can go ahead and get that out of the way because I didn't get any right. I had a Shield triple threat for the WWE Championship. I I think I'm. I think I had just that was my uh my CM Punk uh Stone Cold mm-hmm. thing. Like I was gonna pick it until it finally happened. I don't think I predicted that next year, but yeah. Um, Charlotte versus Oscar for the women's championship. For the Andre, I had Dolph winning. Uh, KO versus Sami Zayn. We all came pretty close. Yeah. Um, well, not for this year, but the year before, I guess. Never mind. Uh, ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. We kept thinking that. Uh, Did uh, I put that? I don't think I thought that. Yeah. I should get a point for not putting that. I mean, there was a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. But were those the people in it? Wait, where's was there one this year? I don't think so. Maybe not. I don't think so. I feel oh, like you well. would have argued because we we've been through these on the podcast before. We oh, did sure. this part. Oh right, and right. I feel like that you have to get the participants right in order to get the points. And say I I feel like except for the arm bar, who we said you just have to get the winner right. 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 Uh, but that for that match, I had Sheamus, Cody Rhodes, not Stardust, but I said Cody Rhodes, uh, Baron Corbin, Ryback, Tyler Breeze. Del Rio, Cesaro, with Cesaro winning. Um, I had Brock versus Nakamura, Cena versus Samoa Joe, the New Day triple threat for the U.S. Championship, Bailey versus Sasha, and then Triple H versus Finn. Again, big old goose egg on that. Yep. Uh, this is Joel's uh, for his predictions for WrestleMania 33. Okay. Uh, Brock versus Rock. Okay. Wyatt Family versus Balor Club. I like how you specifically didn't say who was in Balor Club. That was <laughs> smart, but it didn't work out. <laughs> a strategy that may or may not come into effect this year as well. Uh, you, had a, I knew you had another uh, IC ladder with Neville winning. For the Andre, you had Kane winning. Nakamura versus AJ Styles. Cena versus Dean Ambrose. Seth versus Triple H. There's your one correct. Rowan versus Taker. There's your two correct. And then uh, for the women's championship, you had Sasha versus Nia Jax, and then you just said WWE versus NXT, <laughs> which is another very like <laughs> just just broad definitions. 
a strategy that might come into effect this okay. year as well. Well, do you you want to <laughs> save yours for last since you're apparently the leader? Sure. Now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All so right. here's what I predicted the day after WrestleMania 33. These are my predictions for WrestleMania 34. All right. Let's see how many of these are already impossible. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I got Brock versus uh, Roman for the Universal Championship. Okay. Triple H, Triple H versus Dean. And I'll tell you why I picked that. Because the last two years... Is Triple H is going through the Shield? Going through the Shield one by one. And so next year he's got to go against Dean to you know complete the, the trifecta. Okay. Uh, Nakamura versus AJ for the WWE Championship. Which... You know, okay. it, it might happen with Nakamura, you know, in the in the title hunt right uh-huh. now. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Bray. This nice. A- Braun Strowman is nowhere on my list. That that's one. And the, it might happen because come. they're both on Raw now. Yeah. Uh, and they were not when I first made this prediction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cena versus Undertaker. Oh, great. All right. That one. See, and that, and I still want to put. I still wanted to put Undertaker on there because we're not. Uh, we're never sure if he's really retired, right, you know. Right. So we might still put Undertaker for the next few years on, on our card, just right. to be sure. Uh, then I had Neville versus Cedric Alexander for the Cruiserweight Championship, Seth versus Cesaro for the U.S. Championship, for the Andre Battle Royal. I had Kurt Angle winning. I really throw my hat over over the wall there. Um, and this one, just because I know how much they love doing like championship matches for the the women with you know. A lot of participants, right? So I said Oscar versus Charlotte versus Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks versus Bailey. I feel good about this one ex- for the Raw Women's Championship. I feel good about this one, except they move Charlotte over to SmackDown. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be dead on for this. Then I have, I have Nikki, Nikki Bella versus Natalia in a career match. All right. Because Natalia, you know, it, she's in the later part part of her career, uh-huh. you know. So right, right. And Nikki, we don't know how much longer she's got with her, you know, her neck situation. I thought it was a good idea. Uh, then a a free for all for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I just called it free for all. I don't know why. Uh, and I got Alexa Bliss winning, even though she's moved to Raw now. Okay. So you could probably see, strike see through how that, that one. Goes. I got Samoa Joe versus Miz for the IC Championship. I've got I've got I've got Miz. Keeping the IC Championship all the way till SmackDown. He's already broken uh, um, Hockey Zonk Man's, or like the third overall <laughs> reign. Yeah. Um, How many matches do you have on your card? I've got so many matches. <laughs> I've lost count. Uh, I was trying to keep a count, but I stopped. Uh, I've got for the Raw Tag Team Team Raw Tag Team Titles. I've got Hardys versus the Club. Versus Enzo and Cass. <laughs> That's not happening. In a TLC match for the Raw Tag Team okay. Championship. Um, for the we're gonna do a elimination tag team match for SmackDown and a Revival, mm-hmm. which is on Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, DIY <laughs> versus American Alpha <laughs> <laughs> versus the Usos. Uh, and then I got a New Day Triple Threat. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Those are all of my matches. I will try to count that up while one, I two, three, four. All right. So, um a couple of things about this. Um and and we don't 15 15 <laughs> matches. All right. I I I remember cuz I specifically maxed out at 12. Um and and we we deploy different strategies when playing this game. Um because the, there's 
we, we don't have any hard and fast rules about how many matches you have or you have to have this or this. Like, I don't have an armbar this year, which is stupid on my part. Obviously, there's going to be an armbar. Um, but there's also situations where, like, you could just do Roman versus Triple H. Also, Roman versus Dean Ambrose. Like, you could do It's a jerk move to do, but if you're <laughs> like, I'm getting a point this year. And you just do Roman versus all the options. But I w- looking at my card, um, a couple of things struck me. I did not put an Undertaker match on this year. Right. Um, you are believing in that retirement. I am not. I think there will be I, I think he will take a year off. Okay. But I think it's very possible he will be back in two years. Yeah, I don't see them having I don't see them having that kind of patience. Like I, I, I feel like Undertaker might want it. He might. But um, I, I, I think WWE will really try I, to poke at him. I think Undertaker's going to have the feeling of, like, I'm really looking forward to my year off. Or, I'm really looking forward to my retirement. I want to be done, and he'll be done. And then he'll start to get the itch once WrestleMania season is over. And he'll be like, ah. Oh. Um, I also only have two part-timers on my card. Yeah. Uh, which I have, and it's it's here at the beginning, is Brock and Rock. Yeah. Um, that that's kind of my new punk and stone cold. Right, because like, if it, the, it's always going to be rumored to happen right. at some point, yeah. Um not the craziest thing to put on there. Uh plus if I if I have part-timers and it feels like there's going to be part-timers, but it does feel like we're starting to run out of part-timers. John Cena is starting to become a part-timer, but sure. he's definitely not one yet. They're a dying um, breed. <laughs> Sorry, I did that uh, that could be taken really really <laughs> Dark I know, gross, Sorry. Chris. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, but I was like, there will be part-timers, so I got to have some part-timers on this card. Sure. But I put them against each other. Um, next up, I put um, Cena and Roman, which... <laughs> Again, it was often rumored. It was is a perfectly reasonable guess. And then they started this, right. this feud recently, yeah. Um, and surprise, surprise, we were actually predicting no mercy matches, so that's an extra point for me. No, I'm not <laughs> I was about to say, uh, no. Um, okay, this this is my hat thrown over the wall, which yeah. I can do because I'm two points ahead. Sure. Um, I have a general manager match of Kurt Angle versus right. Daniel yeah, Bryan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember you. Um, yeah. That one you've, you've talked about a couple times. I have yeah. talked about a couple of times just because I, I, I feel like that's the thing that everybody wants yeah. to see. Um, Especially now that, that Daniel Bryan, like, you know, went on the Edge and Christian podcast and, like, talked about how much, like, I made my retirement, and now I'm getting all this new information. Then I'm like, "Oh, I'm act- I'm perfectly fine." You right? Know? And yeah. So, and and I I feel like that that might- just adds fuel to your theory, right? Yeah. And and that might be the thing that makes WWE okay with it is the amount of dollar signs of Daniel Bryan versus Kurt Angle. Sure. Yeah. Um, because they're also iffy on letting Kurt Russell right. as well because of all those neck injuries. Right. Yeah. Um, but they can have a nice tender match. Sure. <laughs> Uh, I mean that, okay, all right, first of all, they can tell them to have a nice tender match, but do you really think either of them are actually going to do that? No, exactly. in their potential retirement match at WrestleMania, they're going to kill each other's head off. Yes. But like they can be like, oh, and it has to be a submission match, because we can feed into like the submission specialist on both ends. Right. And so it's like, okay, so there's a lot of map-based work here, a lot of laying down. Right. And so, oh, yeah, so, we'll be map-based, and they're you know twisting each other into dangerous pretzels. Yeah. Um, I have Triple H versus Shane. Side side note, if they do do that. <laughs> you said do do. Yeah, I know. If they go along with that, <laughs> fixed it. <laughs> um, 
how great would it be if Dana Bryan like pulled out a choke, <laughs> just a <laughs> choke move? He's like, "Fire me now!" <laughs> oh man, it worked last time. <laughs> um, I have, I have Triple H versus Shane, just because there's got to be some sort of take everything, mm-hmm. you know, passing the torch situation sure. at some point. Um, I also again uh, reintroduced the concept of NXT versus WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's got to have an invasion angle. I will say, and I'm saying it now on recording, if they have a Team NXT versus Team WWE with Triple H leading NXT mm-hmm. and Shane leading WWE, I get two points for that. All other scenarios, no. <laughs> Why do you get two points for that? Because I got Triple H versus Shane and I got NXT versus WWE. All right. All other scenarios, no. <laughs> All if they're but just if, like okay, so buddies on the team, or if they hit, no. What if they just have a one-on-one match? Just then like, I get one point. One point. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, even if they had just have a one-on-one match for the soul of the company, right? And and like Triple H is fighting on behalf of NXT. No, just one point. Okay. It has yeah. to be like a. You have to have NXT superstars. It, it has involved. to be. A, it has to be a team fighting another right. team. Okay. For that to count. Um. I also so I. Um, I split the Hardys up by this point, um, but I did not have them fighting each other because I feel like that I, I don't know how much interest there will be in that for a WrestleMania thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went ahead and broke Matt. So I yeah. have broken Matt um, and I put him against Miz just because I feel like that would be interesting. And that way you can definitely have broken Matt on... Um, on the Miz TV, which mm-hmm. obviously they would want to do. What if it's Woken Matt? Because he's kind of te- been teasing that. Oh, is that just like a weird like? What should we count it? I feel like you got to count that. We'll see. But, but but if he is if he is super cool, decent, normal Matt I Hardy, will... you don't count. Okay, it. okay. No, well, of course. Mm. Um, I feel like for situations like that, we need to bring on an impartial judge. Mm. Because I would be like, no, that doesn't count. And you'd be like, that should. And then there's, there's only two people on this podcast, so we're split down the middle. I, I feel like, I mean, I, I, let's see how different Woken Matt sure, is right, from Broken right, Matt. Right. Like, if this is a, like, you know, what is Christian Cage doing in the impact zone kind of scenario? No, right. that counts. Okay. All right. But if, if Woken Matt is an entirely different character. Okay. Um. And then I had Jeff Hardy versus Dean Ambrose. Okay. They would kill each other's head off. Uh, I like saying that tonight. Killing each other's head off. Yeah, apparently. Um, Seth versus Randy, because they both have to be on the card somewhere. Uh, I don't think I've got Randy on the card. Oops. He's in the <laughs> and your 16 matches? <laughs> He's on. I know, right? He's in the armbar, probably. You have, no, you have how many people I've sacrificed that are not on this card? I don't know why I didn't put him on there. I probably forgot. <laughs> I don't remember. Have you put Nakamura on there? I, I have KO okay, versus okay. Nakamura. Okay, okay. Um, I have New Day versus Balor Club. Okay. Um, and so I put it down as New Day versus um, Anderson Gallows mm-hmm. um, with Finn being aware of it, kind of. <laughs> I, I, most, I, I initially had it as New Day versus um, those guys. Because I would assume you when you put Balor Club, you meant like, some team led by Finn. I meant the Bullet Club, but they're not going to call it the Bullet well, yeah. Club. <laughs> well, yeah, because well, Anderson Gallows is the club, right? you know? So, yeah. So, and, and then, like, yeah, maybe Balor is 
aware of it or that mostly it was like, Finn Balor's not on this. Let me just change that. To <laughs> sure. <laughs> right, that that yeah. was the thought process there. Um, I would have given you points if it was just, you know, a team led by Finn Balor, you know, but, you know, whatever. No, I because I, I'm saying like the spirit of this title is that they will be fighting Luke Gallows and sure. Okay. And Anderson. Okay. It doesn't matter now because they're not on the well, same yeah, like and they're not on the same same show. Yeah. Right. So it's it's a moot point, but that that was the spirit of it, that they need to be fighting those that mm-hmm. team of those two guys. Yeah. Um with Finn Balor maybe or maybe not involved. Mm-hmm. Um I have Banks versus Asuka. Um okay. and I have as my celebrity, I have Ronda Rousey, Rousey versus Bailey. Okay. Which is closer now than I thought it was. Sure. Because I didn't even think celebrity. Because they haven't really had a whole lot of in-match celebrity involvement. Like, the closest we got was, was it Al Roker doing the guest yeah. announcer? That's it. Yeah. So, and that's kind of like, again, I was kind of pitching over the wall there. Sure. Um, Honestly, right now, it looks more a lot more likely that they'll do a four horsemen versus four horsewomen right. if they can get all four involved, and they have two now. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, that one all depends on Bailey coming back. Yeah, honestly, because you can't do like three out of the four. You can't do seventy five percent of the four horsewomen of WWE, and then like have just another woman in there. Yeah. Now, if they get Oscar involved, then you know maybe. Yeah. Or you know, throw in Alexa Bliss because you know I I as long as I along with a lot of other people count her as the fifth four, fourth horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. So there's my list. Yep. There's your list. Yep. They're locked in. They're locked in, and we did not tamper with them obviously because we're making <laughs> a lot of them are really bad choices yes. now, even like four or five months later. Mm-hmm. So trust and, us. And trust I will us. Say, that that's that's what came to light initially is uh, when I told you about this. I told you about this like four months after one right. year because I was like, I made this four months ago. Look how bad it is. Right. Because yeah, yeah. like six people had left. Right. WWE in in that mass red wedding of WWE that year. Yeah. And I and honestly, like I'm I'm kind of proud that we haven't really gone too many gone with too many picks that aren't there in the company anymore. But then again, they haven't really fired a whole lot of people. Any right. people that's left. Um, but I mean, I definitely got, I definitely had CM Punk there the in, in thirty. Sure, right, like, but it happens. Yeah, yeah, that's more of more hope than anything. <laughs> um, anything else? Nope, I think that's it. All right, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Sierra Tire. We live tweet Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, and some other days as well. Oh, sure. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, anything you want us to bring up on the show, if you want to talk about our. WrestleMania way too early picks. Uh, send all that to our email. That's classroomingattire at gmail.com. We are also on iTunes. Easy way to follow the podcast. You can subscribe and get a new episode every single week. Uh, you can uh, give us a rating of five stars. Or you can write a review. That kind of stuff really helps out the podcast. And if you're listening to us on InsidePulse.com, leave us a comment on there. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Easy way to follow Chris. Easy way to follow myself. See what other kind of things we're working on. Yep. Until next time, stay classy and huzzah. Huzzah.